You can't expect to achieve what it is that you desire if you keep saying no to the opportunity that's right in front of you. And like, if I was to close my eyes and imagine something that I would desire for my life, it's like, I want to be on stage speaking for like thousands of people. And if I'm too scared to say yes to an opportunity where I get to speak to 20 people, how am I going to be able to handle that down the line? We have to be willing to say yes to the opportunity that's right in front of us and trust that that door is going to open another door where we're then going to have to say yes and that's going to open another door. And there's going to be a continuous series of doors that we have to walk through to get to where it is that we want to go. But none of it's going to happen if we don't say yes to the opportunity that is right in front of us. So I encourage you, if there's something that your heart really desires, go fucking say yes to it. Go do it because you deserve to. And if fear is the only thing that's holding you back, you have to just move with it. You just have to say, come on here, let's go for the ride. You can come with me, but you're not going to stop me from having and being and achieving all that I desire in my life. and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. As per usual, thank you so much for being here, for listening to the podcast, for supporting the podcast, for telling me how much you love the podcast and how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. It would mean the absolute world to me if you have not already, if you left a rating and review in the podcast app, if you are an Apple user. So if you have your iPhone, it's very simple to do. You just go to the Purple Podcast app and there will be an option for you to leave a rating and review that helps more people find the podcast so that this message can reach the people who need it most in this world. But today I'm really excited. I'm going to just be sharing a little bit of a life update with you because it feels like there's been a million things going on in my world. Like a lot. (laughs) I look at the end of my year and I'm just like, Ooh, it's gonna be a busy one, but immense gratitude and excitement for all of it. Although truth be told, if we're being completely transparent, a lot of it scares the living shit out of me, like quite literally fear in my body feelings. When I think about some of the things that I have coming up and I will share all of that with you during today's podcast. And I am also going to share with you a little bit deeper reflection based off of a post that I made on my Instagram feed yesterday, where I showed 
picture of me crying and then a picture of me smiling and the photos were just a short period of time apart. I want to reflect a little bit further on this with you today just because I'm actually experiencing very similar feelings today. So I want to share it in real time with you, the importance of that message. And I also want to give you some practical strategy that you can use to really work on improving your relationship with feeling all of your emotions, which ultimately leads to you improving your relationship with yourself. Because I think if you've worked with me in any capacity, it doesn't really matter if we're working on building a business or improving your relationship with food or creating consistency in your habits and routines and improving your mindset and releasing negative self-talk. The end result of everything that I do in the work that I do with the women in my world, there's one thing that I ultimately care the most about. Obviously, I want to help you build the business and make the money and get the clients. And obviously, I want you to stop binge eating and stop emotional eating and release yo-yo dieting. And obviously, I want to help you learn to set and achieve goals. And and I want to see everything that you want come to fruition. But most importantly, like if we were to imagine a Christmas tree, the star at the top, the focus point of the work that we do, I want you to feel better in your life. And feeling better in your life is not a result of achieving things. Feeling better in your life is a result of improving how you feel in your life. So today I want to share with you a little strategy that I use to help myself feel better in my life when it feels like everything around me sucks. (laughs) And like, let's be completely transparent. It doesn't really matter who you are, what you do, or how much success you have. There are some days where it's still like, really, I got to deal with this shit today. Like, really, I got to do this. It's like those days. And I know you know what I'm talking about, because I'm pretty sure every single one of us experiences them, where it's like every single thing that could possibly annoy you annoys you and every little thing that could potentially go wrong goes wrong and you're just like WTF right like why is this happening like what in the world is going on why do I deserve this we all have days where we feel like that and quite honestly it's 12 45 p.m right now the Wednesday before this podcast will be released and most of my morning was spent feeling those feelings of like truly WTF. Like I'm so freaking annoyed right now. Like literally everything was getting under my skin and getting on my nerves. But the reason that I want to share this message with you today is I think it's really important for us to normalize feeling our feelings and to know that every single thing that we're feeling is temporary, right? Like the moments of frustration, the moments of like WTF and I'm so annoyed and I hate this and this sucks. It's all temporary. And so many of us, I think, get into this mindset that if I have a bad five minutes, that means that I have a bad day. And if I have a bad day, that means I've had a bad week. And if I had a bad week, that means I had a bad month. And if I had a bad month, then I had a bad year. And if I had a bad year, then I have a bad fucking life. And it's just like, no, like it it doesn't actually have to be that way. And I know that because I used to be that person. I used to be the person that, like, I shared this story. I don't know why I remember sharing this, but I really vividly remember sharing this probably about two years ago when I was doing my morning pep talks right before I would go into the office. And for those of you who have been here for a while, you remember that there was a day where I was having a morning similar to the morning that I had today. And I don't know why I remember this so clearly, but I put my shirt on and it was like backwards, right? Like the tag was in the front. I was getting ready for my corporate job. And that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like that morning, literally everything that felt like it could go wrong had gone wrong. And I'm getting dressed and I'm like trying to flip my mindset and it's just not working. And I put the shirt on backwards and I'm like, 
what the fuck? Like literally could have freaked out and lost my shit. And I sat down and I composed myself in the most powerful way. And I was like, Jessica, you put your shirt on backwards, like literally not the end of the world. Seriously, not a big deal. Does not deserve to consume the way that you feel for the rest of the day. You can have this moment where you're frustrated. Like you can be so angry for this 30, 60, 90 seconds if you want or need to be, but you are not going to let something that does not deserve to ruin your life, (laughs) make it feel like it's ruining your life. And so many of us live in these dramatics where it feels like this one thing has happened and we're like, fuck, everything sucks and I hate my life and I'm a terrible person. I'm never going to be successful and blah, 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 blah. We've all been there. I've been there too. And I lived a large majority of my life that way. But I've realized since I've really started working on improving my relationship with myself and improving my relationship with feeling all of my emotions, I get to be like hysterically crying and really sad and really hurt in one moment. But that doesn't have to quote unquote ruin the way that I feel for the rest of the day. And it doesn't mean that there can't be duality in my ability to feel maybe frustration and sadness over here but then still also hold space for being excited or feeling gratitude or feeling happiness over here. And the photo that I shared yesterday, um, I took a couple of weeks ago. It was on a morning where many of you know a lot about the family dynamic that I have with my dad and my brothers. And my dad had called me and invited me to come out to lunch with my older brother and my sister-in-law, who I haven't seen in years. And there's a lot of tension within that relationship. because of like things between us, but even more recently, because of what's been going on with my mom. And, you know, she's a year sober now and in recovery. And it's been really hurtful for me to be the only sibling who is quite honestly at all a part of her life. I'm the only one who is there for her, supporting her emotionally, financially, being the person who takes her to run errands and takes her, you know, to get her groceries and make sure that she has everything that she needs and make sure that you know, she's doing the things that she needs to do to stay in recovery and for what's coming with housing and all these things. And I do that because I want to and I love my mom and I'm so grateful for the relationship building. So it's not out of resentment towards my mom that I feel the way that I feel. I think it's just sadness and hurt and frustration for the dynamic that my family has in general. And there's a lot of toxicity there. And there's just it's a very convoluted and heavy, heavy relationship. And there are things that need to be said before I can just quote unquote, pretend that everything is okay. So my dad, I had mentioned this, he's really not doing great. He's had, he's almost 80 years old and he's had a number of heart surgeries in recent months. He's had issues with his heart since he was like 40 years old, but that's not the point of the story. But he, so he invited me out to lunch and, you know, I'm on the phone with my dad and I've recently been working on all of these inner child issues and healing this relationship with him and improving just all these areas of my life. And so we're navigating this conversation and he's like, I'd really like for you to be there. But for me, it's like, no, there's a boundary. Like, I don't want to ruin your time with them. And there are things that need to be said. And it was bringing up a lot of feelings of sadness and loneliness and just wishing that like, truly just wishing that my family was different. And I'm not going to cry because I have my self tanner setting right now. But it does make me super duper emotional. And it hurts me so much that my family dynamic isn't what it what I want it to be. But I also know that and I've talked about this before healthy relationships being this two way street, right? And you can only do so much and you you have to receive in return for the relationship to really thrive. And I think that it's one of those things where I've tried so many times that 
it's like eventually you're going to learn your lesson, right? And you're like, you're just going to stop trying. And it hurts so much to be in that place. But it was also setting boundaries and holding boundaries and feeling hurt and feeling sadness. So I was on the phone with my dad. It was early in the morning. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. And when we hung up the phone, I just, I was crying because I was hurt and I was, I was feeling so much. I was happy that I was able to have this conversation with my dad because it wasn't conversations that we generally have, right? A lot of that hard stuff gets avoided. Um, So I was just feeling a lot and I was crying and I took a picture of myself and I've really been, I would say over the last probably two years documenting the way that I feel. And when I'm in like really high emotions or really low emotions, I document it because it's helped me improve my relationship with my feelings. It allows me to see, and I didn't know that this was going to happen on this particular day. And it's such interesting proof of like why I do this, right? So the picture I took was 830 in the morning and I'm sitting there crying, hadn't done my workout yet, like was just feeling all over the place. So I did my workout. I got myself together. I got dressed for the day. While I was doing my workout, I received an email, which, and this is one of the things that I was going to share with you in my update. If you haven't heard this already, um, I received an email from the huge popular fitness company, Athleta, and they're building a store local to me in Delaware. And they asked me if I would be interested. They said, you know, we love what you stand for. We think you're empowering and you're incredible. And we'd love to have you come to our store and speak to clients in your world or women in your world. And I was like overwhelmed with emotion and celebration and gratitude and excitement and happiness. So I'm dressed then. And a couple hours later, I'm sitting out in my swing and I'm like responding to this email and saying, yes, of course, like I would love to let's get on a call. Let's discuss this. Let's figure out like what's next. And I took a picture to anchor in that moment. And then I sat there and I realized like, wow, at 1130, I'm sitting here smiling and excited and grateful for life. When just three hours ago, I was feeling really, really low, really sad and really disappointed and really lonely and just really hurt overall. And having the ability to document that and see how quickly things actually shift has been powerful for me in improving my relationship with my feelings because I used to be a person who felt something temporary and allowed that temporary feeling to last far longer than it needed to. And I'm not saying that if your feelings are, you're allowed to feel your feelings and if they're lasting for a really long time and that's what feels true and genuine to you and you're okay with that, then amazing. But for me, I wanted to learn to be able to move through my feelings without allowing things that didn't really matter that much to take up all of this space in my life, right? I didn't need to allow this one conversation that happened in the morning to then turn into an entire day of me crying and hurting and feeling sad. If that's what I needed to do, then amazing. But I knew that's not what I needed for myself. I just need to be able to see my feelings are temporary. And I'm going to feel really bad sometimes, and I'm going to feel really good sometimes. And then there's going to be a lot of time that is in between. And I think that one of the reasons that I started really working on improving this was because if you're an entrepreneur, you know that <laughs> the roller coaster is real. Like the feelings and emotions that come with being an entrepreneur, it's taking me time to find that neutrality in it to even out that roller coaster ride so it can feel more steady because it has felt like a, a lot of highs followed by a lot of lows, followed by a lot of highs. And while I don't mind, I don't mind, right, the experience of the ups and downs. But I do prefer a more neutral feeling feeling. But until I'm able to create that within myself and until it feels really, really natural, I'm looking for ways to normalize what I'm feeling and to feel really solid in the fact that my feelings are temporary. So 
this exercise that's really been helping me and I've been recommending to my clients that, that they do it. And I shared on social media yesterday, if you guys were interested in trying it, but I wanted to share here too. This exercise has helped me so much in really normalizing and accepting that all that I'm feeling is temporary and it is going to pass. And sometimes, especially I think when we're in the lows, it feels hard to believe that there are better feeling feelings coming. So this is what I do. And this is what I would suggest that you try out if you're somebody who wants to feel better around your emotions. So the next time that you're feeling really good and you feel maybe excited or inspired or life feels good, or it feels like things are going your way or you're getting what you want. The next time you're feeling in a really positive place, right? It doesn't have to be like on top of the world, but the next time you're feeling positive, grab your phone and send a voice note to yourself. And what I want you to say in that voice note to yourself is this, and I want it to come from a place of empowerment, like really lean into that positive energy that you're feeling and say this to yourself in the voice note. No matter how you're feeling right now, I want to remind you that this doesn't last forever. Even if you don't feel okay in this moment, you can trust that you are always going to be okay. It's safe for you to feel it all, even what you're feeling right now. I love you. And when you then find yourself the next time feeling down or anxious or worried or feeling like, I'm so annoyed and life sucks or why is this happening to me? I want you to put that voice note on and listen to yourself in this like powerful and empowering place. Give yourself this little pep talk. I find that so many of us, and I understand this because I have a coach too, who I go to often. A lot of us have and create support systems. And if you don't, I highly suggest that you create one, but we go to our support systems when we want to be uplifted, which is amazing. And they're there for a reason. But I also think at the end of the day, I want to be the person who gets to empower me the most. So what is more empowering than for me to be able to say to myself, hey, girl, I know what you're feeling right now. I know it hurts. I know it sucks. But I also know that it's going to be okay. And these feelings aren't going to last forever. And soon enough, you're going to be feeling better again. To hear it from myself when I'm in a place of feeling good It's like, wow, I just know and I trust with my whole entire being that I'm going to get back to that place. And that's really, really helped me to neutralize some of my feelings, to trust that it's always going to be okay, to be able to move through my feelings more quickly. So I highly suggest that this is something that you're craving in your life. Practice this exercise. I think it'll be really, really helpful for you. And if you do, let me know how it makes you feel. You can just send me a DM on Instagram. I love to hear from you guys, especially when you're taking the practical advice that I'm giving you and applying it in your life. I say this all of the time, but like, It's amazing that you're here and that you listen and that you want to be inspired and uplifted. But at the end of the day, we have to take what we're learning and implement it in our lives if we really want to see the change that we're seeking. Okay, so that's that. Let's move on to what's going on in my life. There are so many things that are like, I'm so freaking scared of, but I'm so freaking excited for. Okay, I am very quickly interrupting today's episode to remind you that I have an upcoming masterclass, The Missing Piece, taking place on August 31st at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What I am teaching inside of this masterclass is a critical component of healing your relationship with food. That's all I'm telling you. What I will say is this. I have noticed a trend with my clients who have healed decades of disordered eating. I'm talking free from binge eating, free from emotional eating and creating lasting change in their lives around their relationship with food. Every single one of them has mastered this and inside the missing piece masterclass, I'm going to teach you how to master it as well. This is something that you have never heard me teach on in depth before. You may have heard me 
very lightly graze over it inside of the MBS program, but I have never taught on this topic in depth until now. And for just $55, you can join us and get lifetime access. And the first 100 women who register are going to receive access to a bonus Q&A with me. There are over 65 of you already in just a couple of days. This is going to be amazing. Link is in the show notes. DM me with questions. Let's get back to the episode. So first of all, as I shared, I have this exciting in-person event happening with Athleta. So I've been invited to come to their store and there are 20 tickets available. I think there are like 14 or 15 tickets left. If you have a desire, if you're local and you want to come amazing, I would absolutely love to have you. I will put the link in the show notes that has um, all of the details for the event and then for the VIP event that I'm doing that's going to follow. But they've invited me to come out to their store and speak to the women in my world. We're going to do some guided mindset work together. There's going to be a little Q&A session. You're going to get an athletic gift card and a private shopping experience. And then I'm doing a really fun VIP brunch that's going to follow at this cute little restaurant um, about 10 minutes away from where the event is. And we're just going to get some one-on-one time. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And I'm really excited about it. But there's a lot of fear there because, well... Public speaking <laughs> because, well, being around people in person because, well, like I want to be accepted and liked. And it's just a lot of feelings. If, if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, that's absolutely okay. But there's so much fear there. But the thing that I want to say to that is you can't expect to achieve what it is that you desire if you keep saying no to the opportunity that's right in front of you. And like, if I was to close my eyes and imagine something that I would desire for my life, it's like I want to be on stage speaking to like thousands of people. And if I'm too scared to say yes to an opportunity where I get to speak to 20 people, how am I going to be able to handle that down the line? We have to be willing to say yes to the opportunity that's right in front of us and trust that that door is going to open another door where we're then going to have to say yes, and then it's going to open another door. And there's going to be a continuous series of doors that we have to walk through to get to where it is that we want to go. But none of it's going to happen if we don't say yes to the opportunity that is right in front of us. So I encourage you, if there's something that your heart really desires, go fucking say yes to it. Go do it because you deserve to. And if fear is the only thing that's holding you back, you have to just move with it. You just have to say, come on, fear, let's go for the ride. You can come with me, but you're not going to stop me from having and being and achieving all that I desire in my life. The second really exciting thing that's happening is I said yes, oh my God, this scares me too, to traveling to Canada by myself for a VIP day with my coach. So I've been working with my coach for just over a year. I've taken group coaching programs. I've worked privately with her. I've been in her mastermind for an entire year. We've done so much work together and I'm so excited to go and meet her and be with her in person, in real life, be with some of her other clients. We're going to do, I'm sure, some really fun and exciting stuff. And of course, again, fear there, like number one, traveling internationally by myself. Number two, being around people who I don't really know, like I'm very shy and introverted. So this is all a learning experience for me. And there's a lot of fear there. But again, it's like, if I want to experience these things in my life, I just got to be brave enough to say yes. I just have to be able to lean in and say, it's going to be okay. So what I did was when I was feeling all the excitement after I booked the trip, I did exactly what I just told you guys to do. I recorded a voice note to myself and I was like, oh my God, freaking out. We're going to Canada. We're going to meet Stephanie. This is going to be fucking amazing. Like all of these highs that way when the fear creeps in, it's like, Jessica, remember, you are actually excited about that. It's just your human brain trying to keep you safe and trying to hold you back from these opportunities that are right in front of you. And the third and final life update is that I booked 
oh my gosh, this is one that I'm actually not much fear around this, just like a boatload of excitement. I have booked an in-person retreat an entire weekend with my Spark Mastermind clients. I am so excited. I got us literally the dopest villa in Phoenix, Arizona. We're going to spend an entire weekend there together in November, and it's going to be amazing. I think there are nine or 10 of them coming, which absolutely blows me away. The fact that they're willing to make this investment in themselves to be in person with myself and one another, it's just, it's going to be so, so special. And it's like, guys, I just, I, I want you to hear me. Like, I really want you to hear me. You don't get the life that you want without leaning in to some of the fear. It's not going to happen for you. Whatever it is that you want, the opportunity that you're awaiting, it requires taking a risk. It requires you maybe feeling a little bit uncomfortable and like dipping the toe in and stepping outside your bubble of comfort. It's waiting for you and it's available to you, but it does require you making the decision to say, I'm going to do this. Ready or not, so many of us are waiting. I'll do it when I'm ready. Ready is not a feeling. It's a decision that you get to make. You get to decide, I'm doing it, period. That makes you ready. I'm doing it, period. I'm not ready. I'm terrified. I'm scared. I will probably shake. I will probably cry. I will probably stumble over my words. I might look like an idiot. I've done that every single step of the way to get where I am today in every area of my life. If you've been listening to this podcast, or it's been almost two years, October will be two years. If you've been listening, you remember the fear that I felt in starting the podcast, right? I didn't want to do it. I was scared. There there was hesitation. There was resistance. There was fear. There was everything in, in me telling me, no, don't do this. But I did it anyway. And every other thing that I've accomplished in my life, I felt those things, myself trying to hold me back. You get to decide that you're no longer going to be the person that stands in the way of you creating the life that you want for yourself. Do you hear me? I mean it. Create the life that you want for yourself, but it requires your creation. It requires you starting. It requires being a little bit messy. It requires you following through. It requires you doing what you said you were going to do. You are capable of doing that. It's not just going to happen. Be brave enough to lean in. Okay. All right, guys. So that is it for today's episode. I love you so, so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes sending me a message on Instagram so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, make sure you head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. I love you so, so much, and I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, live today with a grateful heart and remember that you're not only worthy, but incredibly capable and deserving.